Good morning, everyone. This is Ruth Mitchell, editor of The Wholesaler Magazine, coming to you from Chicago. We are in the beginning of March here in the middle of the COVID virus epidemic, pandemic, I should say. And we felt it was important to hear from our industry leaders about how they are dealing with this crisis, most importantly, from their company side, from the manufacturing and the distribution, as well as on the human side with employees, what's going on and and what's happening within their companies. With that, I'm happy to kick off our series of Off the Cuff with Lewis Finn. And today we are joined by Lewis Finn, who is the COO of Control Supply Company, which is a master distributor of HVAC controls based out of Long Island, New York. This family-owned and operated business was established in 1976 and represents more than 50 HVAC control manufacturers. The company is known for its service, with staff providing the technical assistance and immediate support to the customer that one may not receive immediately from the manufacturer. So with that, Lewis, welcome to our podcast slash blog. Thanks for having me, Lewis. Absolutely. So, Lewis, I'm just going to jump in here with some questions. And, you know, the most important one is give me the background of the company and what was business like when we started 2020? Well, Control Supply was created by my father-in-law 45 years ago by Gary Herbst. And he created Control Supply support and serve the wholesalers of the HVAC industry. Gary worked for Honeywell back in the early 70s. He was what uh, was on what was called the city desk, where he was in charge of knowing everything about the products he sold and helping wholesalers solve problems. And when he left Honeywell to start Control Supply, he used that model and overstocked our inventory to have wholesalers view us as really problem solvers. So whether you need to fill an inventory, a huge order delivered next or same day, or some technical question answered, that's what we do. We're a one-stop shop for Every control having to do with the boiler, furnace, water heater, whether it's uh, residential, commercial, industrial. This year, the lack of a cold winter didn't allow us to get off to a great start. The previous two years were record setting for us, and we've been keeping up with that. So it's been positive in that respect. I think the one thing that affected us in the beginning of the year, especially in the Northeast and in the New York Tri-City area, was there was a moratorium on gas hookups. There's little politics being played, and they didn't allow a new gas pipeline to be uh, implemented. So you saw a lack of equipment being bought. You saw a lack of all the controls that go with that equipment being uh, bought, not being bought as well. That was the one thing that really started off to a slower start than years past, but uh, we're, we're managing it pretty well uh, other than this uh, pandemic. So relatively speaking, the beginning of 2020 was set up to be a pretty good year, all things considered, with the exception of the moratorium of the, the gas hookups. You were, you were looking at a good year. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's still, it's still shaping up to be a very good year, but, you know, a little laggy behind our previous two, but it's, we're, we're, doing, we're doing quite well. Thank you. So, you know, all of that changed with COVID-19. You know, no one could have predicted that we would find ourselves in this situation that we're in right now. What changes were implemented at Control Supply to basically keep the business up and running? Well, thankfully, we are an essential business. And so we've been able to stay open through this pandemic. What we found is that our employees really wanted to feel connected to work, but Mm -hmm. also wanted to feel safe. So we went to a split schedule. And just to step back, you know, every spring and summer, uh, since our business is mostly on the heating side, we split into two groups and we allow one group to go home early to 
enjoy the nice weather, to play with their kids outside, enjoy their hobbies. So we would have started that routine this time of year anyway. So we decided to make two shifts. We have one from 7 a.m. to 12 and one from 12 to 5. It keeps everyone in the same sort of routine. Those who have remote access then work half a day at the office and half a day at home. And for the end of each shift, each team participates in cleaning and disinfecting the office, the warehouse common areas, along with their station. Then, then we follow one team out one door. We follow the other team in the other door. We practice social distancing. We're keeping everyone at a minimum six feet away from each other. No, no one other than our employees are allowed into the office. We do allow our customers to do pickups if they cho- so choose to, but they have to call us as they're arriving, and we'll place their packages in a designated area outside of our warehouse. But the real, the real focus for us has been about communication. We hold weekly phone conferences every Sunday night to go over the, to the next week. We've been utilizing an instant messaging app to keep everyone up to date on the next day's schedule. We're also utilizing that to communicate with each other during the day. And we've gotten a lot of positive feedback from our employees. They like the ability to leave their home, come to the office. It keeps them in a routine, keeps them focused, feels like they're some normalcy to their day. But we've been very, very careful to monitor the situation. And if need be, I have a backup plan where only the warehouse team or some of the warehouse team will come in and most of us will work remotely. So we're taking this quite seriously. Well, that, you know, that brings up a a really good point here of, you know, how are you helping employees at this time? You know, that the split shift that you just talked about is a great example. Obviously, I'm sure that there's the social distancing within the office there. What other things are you doing to help your employees at this time? One of the one of the things and this we did this early on before this pandemic became as big as it was, we wanted to make sure that our employees felt that they had a job here that uh, it wasn't going to be affected. You you know, you, I have friends of mine who own law firms and you know, from white collar, blue collar employees, everyone's getting furloughed and uh, not getting paid. So we wanted to make a point to let our let our employees and our, our team members know that you know, everything is good with us. They were in a really good position and they helped us here. So we're going to help them. And we gave them a, a portion of their year-end 2020 bonus before a month ago, before this really all blew up into what it is right now. So we just wanted them to have a little extra money, so whether they want to spend it on food or supplies or just sock it away for a, a rainy day. We wanted to just let them know that we're here for them as well. And we appreciate all the hard work they do for us. That's that's an excellent example of taking care of employees. That's for sure. Yeah, we talked about employees here. Let's let's flip the switch here. And, and how are you servicing your customer? How has that changed, or how have you adapted? Well, the only thing that we really stopped doing is going out on deliveries. We would have myself or some other team member go out and visit our our local customers for deliveries each week. And so we've had to obviously stop doing that because that's not safe. But we, what we've done for our local customers is really dramatically reduced our free freight policy and mm-hmm. we're shipping everything via UPS, FedEx, or a trucking company. So, but we've continued and we've always made it a point to contact all of our customers, let them know that we're fully open, that we're here to help them. You know, we've always been known for our best in class customer service. So, whether you want to call us or email us or jump on our e commerce site, we're always here to serve our wholesale customer base. and. We don't have any individual phone lines at Control Supply. So when a customer calls, it, the phone is picked up immediately. The team, men are on, team member on the phone 
can address any question or provide a quick answer. And that's kind of, in this technological age, really what separates us. We're finding that's more useful today. You know, it's easy to look up information online, but sometimes you're spending five or 10 minutes looking for an answer. You know, our greatest fans, the people that use us day in and day out, know it's quicker and easier just to give us a call. Since all we do is solve control problems all day long, each one of us has become an expert in controls and has probably gotten that question multiple times and can answer it in a, in a couple seconds. So you couple that with a huge inventory and, and the fact that we make a point to ship every order right up to the minute we close, you know, we're, we're a one-stop shop and a resource for all of our customers. So that, that's been the biggest change is just not going on the road. Well, I love the fact that, you know, during this phone call, you could hear the phones ringing in the background there, which means, you know, a business... <laughs> Occurring. Business is still taking place during this time. It's we all need to change and adapt and figure out how to do that. You had said one thing here. You talked about your e-commerce site. Have you noticed an uptick on e-commerce orders or is it still still the same as before pre-pandemic? I think the I think we've signed up a lot more people to look at and check out inventory so they can do it at a moment's notice. But I think that a lot of the, and that's, that's, that's for the easy, hey, I know what I want. This is the product model I need type of question. But our customers are still really, uh, you know, calling us, emailing questions or asking for our input on what they should be purchasing and using to solve their problems. So it's business as usual. But yes, we've seen an uptick in our e-commerce as well. Okay. Lewis, describe your leadership style and has it changed or adapted over the past two months? Well, look, I got asked to come into our family business solely because I married into the family. I, I go to work every day as if I have a bullseye on my back because of that. And there are some key employees that have been with Control Supply for over three decades. And I make it a point to thank them often because without their service, I, I really wouldn't have a job. So... I always go to work every day trying to prove myself to them and to the rest of the team. I have a great opportunity. I understand that. And how I go to work every day and as soon as I move, I realize it affects a lot of employees' lives. So I, I really try to by example. I'm a morning person, so often I start my day around 5.30 a.m. to get a lot of things done. So by the time we open at 7.30, I'm able to jump on the phones and, and help customers. My father-in-law would get in his car and see up to about a thousand wholesalers each year personally. Wow. And, you know, it is they would see fourth generations. So uh, I'm taking over that legacy. I'm continuing that legacy. And, and I spend many hours in the car traveling up and down the East Coast seeing customers. Our longest route, just an example, takes us up to Massachusetts. It's 547 miles round trip. I leave the house at 3 30 in the morning, return about 6 p.m., just in time for dinner with the family. And it provides us a great idea of what's going on in the market from an owner's perspective. And our customers love speaking to decision makers. So obviously, we've had to put that in a hole right now, but we'll get back to that as soon as possible, as soon as it's safe, and our customers allow us back into the place of business. Other than that, our team knows I really wouldn't do anything. I wouldn't ask them to do something that I wouldn't do myself. Right now, it's cleaning the office. I clean bathrooms to keep everything clean and hopefully safe. So this pandemic won't really change my leadership style and uh, will be persistent as ever. And hopefully we'll be able to come out stronger from this experience. So no, it really is not going to change the way I go to work. One question I like to ask, because it's different for everyone, is, you know, what is the biggest issue that you are dealing with and how are you addressing it? Well, the biggest issue for us is, you know, thankfully we're an essential business. So people and uh, we're, we're in the replacement business mostly. So people, you know, need to heat or hot water. It's a necessity. 
But the biggest issue really today, and I wouldn't even say today, it's always, is the safety and success of our of our uh, control supply family employees. And we put a lot of procedures in because of this pandemic. We implemented a lot of new things that we normally wouldn't have. I'm monitoring every little detail about the business, about what's going on in the world around us. But fortunately, we're, we're, we've uh, kept our company staffing on the smaller side, and that provides us a lot of flexibility. So in difficult times like this in the 45 years of business, we've, we've really never laid anyone off, and that's tremendous. So my in-laws who started the company view everyone as their surrogate sons and daughters, and we've always viewed their financial uh, lives as you know, a real responsibility of ours, and now it's their safety as well that we're taking into consideration. So that's probably the biggest thing we see in the short term, but it's always been part of how we operate the business. I'm going to throw this out there, and and this is really my last question for you, is, you know, we are in in an essential business. And you had made a comment to me a, a while ago that said, what a better way to get out to at folks looking at a new career path than to look at who is operating right now. And that's the essential businesses. And that's what we're in. Do you think that 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 will shine a light post pandemic here of the perception of our industry? I, I mean, I hope so. It's it, you know you look you look at uh, all the businesses that are closed right now, especially in the hospitality industry, restaurants. They, you know, they furloughed a, a ton of workers or closing up because it's not worth it to be open. So, what what better way to uh, you know encourage people to get into this industry than to let them know, hey, we're an essential business and you have a job, if you're good at it, you're in sales or whatever it may be. So I think this is a real tool for the HVAC industry to use to get good people into our industry. It's fun. You're, you're solving problems. We're solving problems every single day. We're helping people. We're providing uh, heat and hot water, air conditioning, whatever your, your business does. So this is this pandemic has, is an opportunity for the industry as a whole to try to recruit great talent from other industries. So yeah, I think it's a, it's something we should definitely promote. Absolutely. Well, we're all in this together, and hopefully, when we do come out on the other side here, we'll be stronger than we were before, more unified. And you know, it's it's like this phone call. It's you know, how can we help you, and and how can we help the industry? So with that, Lewis, thank you very much for taking part in our off the cuff conversation today. I appreciate it and best of luck to you and we'll see you down the road. Thank you so much Ruth, for the opportunity and be safe and healthy. Thank you. Thank you.